1: Birds Radio broadcasting live from the beautiful Parks Casino Sportsbook in Ben Salem brought to you by the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app where odds, bets, slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. Go to betparks.com to learn more. Elliot Shore Parks, James mm. Seltzer coming to you. What up, buddy? How you doing today, pal?
2: Have you ever seen the movie uh, Happy Gilmore?
1: I uh, Yeah, many a time. Yeah. So you know
2: how in that movie he's told to find his happy place? There. Yes. Of so James, yesterday... I was at my happy place.
1: <laughs>
2: I was at my happy place yesterday, back where I belong, tracking Eagles stats in a practice. Yes, we felt th- like it was real, we were back.
1: For those who don't know, Elliot Short Parks, the biggest fan of Eagles practices and training camp of anyone on the planet, has even said in the past, in some ways, more fun than the games themselves, I, I think, and
2: I think <laughs> in some ways I'm more valuable there because no, everyone yes, can watch the game. True. This is my chance for the people, for the Go Birds listeners, yes. to, to bring them the knowledge. I got my uh, notes. Oh, I'm right looking here. at it yes. right now,
1: Ray Dinger style. Ray Dinger yes. style.
2: Many are many are saying that. Uh, I have all of Hertz throws listed. I got notes, depth chart notes. Who was there? Who wasn't? i am ready to talk about this football team
1: this is a beautiful thing actual real live eagles practices to react to i want to dive into it all and and at 215-592-9494 if you want to get online you have any questions for elliot about what it was like to be down there who stood out what kind of stuff he saw get on the line now 215-592-9494 we'll be taking questions for Elliot All Show because he did make a good point there like we don't get to be there yeah we don't get to see it he was there he saw it so, so get on the line now but Elliot uh, just set the scene for us and, and we'll get to specifics but set the scene what was it like obviously your happy place but what yes. was it like to finally be back at Eagles practice especially with all the excitement around the team all the moves this
2: offseason what was it like to be back down there well it was just you know we, we spend so much of the offseason talking about these guys and to get the chance to actually see them play like. A.J. Brown really is probably the closest thing physically they've had to T.O. since they had T.O. Like, he almost looks like a tight end out there. Like, he's (laughs) so big. And obviously, he's faster than tight ends and all those. And he looked – he had a good day yesterday. Not so much in the team drills. He really didn't get a lot of passes thrown his way. But even just in individuals, like, you can just tell he's the most physically talented receiver they've had in a really long time. I mean, Devontae's great. He had a really good day. We'll get into that. But looking at him next to Devontae, I mean, he has, I don't know, 50 pounds on him. Yeah. Like, he's just considerably bigger. But just as fast, great hands. He looked uh, really good. Another chance to see Jordan Davis out in an Eagles uniform. Not a lot of line play yesterday. They only did seven on seven. So, in terms of takeaways from him, I'm, I'm not going to lie and say there's, like, a ton. But just seeing him out there physically, again, like, he's a monster. Brandon Graham said after uh, after practice yesterday that he pro- that Jordan Davis probably lifts more weight than anybody else on the wow. team. So yeah, I mean, it's just uh, being out there, seeing all the new players, how they look in uh, in Eagles uniform. And to the Eagles' credit, they wore uh, orange shirts yesterday for, um, you know, for the gun safety issues, So it was a, uh, it was just a crazy day down there.
1: That's awesome. Uh, again, even though we weren't down there to see it, I'm sure all Eagles fans feel like me, where there's a real. Palpable excitement. Obviously, we're excited for this season. There's a lot of hope for this season. But just to have the guys back on the field actually doing things, pictures, videos, all that stuff. All right, Elliot, like what was, if you had to boil it down, your biggest takeaway for a minute? I know it was only an hour or whatever practice, you know, this and that. But what was your biggest takeaway from being down there yesterday?
2: So let me, before I say this, be clear. This is not an opinion. This is not like we're doing our Jalen Hurts, what you think of him thing. This is an objective fact. Jalen Hurts was unbelievable yesterday. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, if they get the version of Jalen Hurts that I saw yesterday at the Novacare, like, this Eagles team could win 14 games. Like, he was, and again, it's 7-on-7 seven seven in a practice in June, so we'll get all those, like, yeah, lame yeah. caveats out the way. Like, we get it. Breaking news. Everybody knows it was a practice, so you don't have to call in and say, well, it was just a practice. We know it was a practice. Yesterday, he looked considerably better than he looked last year like and i i think so i had him down as 10 of 11 uh throwing the ball he had two touchdowns no interceptions he had three completions over 40 yards and what really was impressive to me yesterday with jalen was his both willingness to throw the ball deep but also just the deep ball accuracy i think sometimes with and it wasn't training camp yesterday but with training camp observations or practice observations there's two sides to the coin where it's like the offense looked great today and it's like well then what about the defense right like Yesterday, the issue was not the defense. The, the throws that Jalen Hurts was making were in tight coverage. James Bradbury and Darius Slay had good coverage on these receivers down the field. The throw was just better. And when we talk about this team, I think often it comes down to, like, yes, we know they're talented, but is the quarterback going to be a difference maker? Like, if they go up against a good defense, will it be, yeah, that defense is good. The quarterback for the Eagles was better. And that's what happened yesterday. The deep ball accuracy was great. The decision-making was really good. Um, I'm not going to pretend to be, like, a mechanics expert, but it looked to me like the ball was getting out quicker than it was last year. So I think it was extremely encouraging. And you started by asking, like, what my overall kind of take was, and I think it it starts with Jalen. But when I see Jalen play the way he did yesterday, and for months, and really in the recent weeks especially, we've talked so much about if Jalen's good. Like, that's the the overarching question of this team. If Jalen is good. Yesterday, down at the practice, watching this team, the answer to if Jalen is good was yes. And when I saw the team with a good Jalen, it was an incredibly impressive team to watch.
1: And it is fascinating because we talk—we've talked so much about Jalen Hurts. Yeah. We'll continue to talk way more. We always joked with Carson Wentz, and you know how often you say these people's names. Yeah. You know, we are going to say the name Jalen Hurts. So many times, it's over be a big the, part of our lives. A big part of our lives, but we talk a lot about Hertz, and I, you know, on this show and really on the radio station about, you know, the potential. F- he should be better, right? You know, it's it's year three or year two as a starter, year two in this offense. He's got better pieces around him. He should take a step forward. We don't talk a lot about the potential, and there it is possible that Jalen takes a leap forward. Yeah, you know, we saw it with Carson Wentz, and Carl, Carson Wentz certainly more pedigreed than Hertz at the time, the second pick in the draft and all that but her, Wentz looked like someone who belonged as a rookie and made some really impressive plays to being the best player in football in year two. Took that kind of leap, and, and they put people around him, bringing Alshon in, you know, the running backs, all that type of stuff, but he took a massive leap, and it ended up in the Eagles winning a Super Bowl. And I don't... You know, I can't even cons- like, and we've heard people say the the comparisons. Oh, feels a little bit like twenty seventeen. It's like stop, All right? I, I can't right. I can't
2: get myself there. But even right there, when you were saying they brought Alshon, and the thought in my head was they, they brought, brought AJ Brown
1: in. Yeah. And, and even when you were talking about being at practice, and you're talking about like Darius Slay and James Bradbury going up against AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. Well, and that, like just that thought gets me going, and the iron sharpens iron, and and the potential with this. You know, if Jalen takes a real leap, we don't talk about the potential for this team theoretically could be a legitimate contender if Hertz really takes that well lead. and
2: i'm happy you brought up the carson into 2017 thing because i remember covering training camp that year they had the joint practice with the miami dolphins uh, prior to 2017 that's actually you know how the Jhi trade kind of started but i remember covering those practices and knowing then and seeing it like okay this guy's different like i like Carson objectively had a successful rookie campaign, I think. Mm -hmm. His numbers were not great. The team was not great. But it was a successful rookie year. We all came out of it thinking, all right, this dude's got something. Yeah, like, you could argue Jalen's, you know, rookie starting year, however you want to phrase it, like his first year as a starter, was better than Carson's, but we just didn't get that same feeling coming out of it. But I remember in training camp that year looking at Carson and going, all right, like, this guy's ready to take a leap. And it's just one practice, again, I'll say it probably 800 times today, but that's what Jalen looked like yesterday. Like, Jalen looked like, wow, this guy is way better than he was last year. And you talk, like, how good can they be if he takes that leap? And expecting Jalen to be what Carson was in 2017 is unfair to any totally. se- any totally. second-year player. Totally. It's not about Jalen. It's about projecting somebody to be the MVP of the NFL. is tough. <laughs> like, it's, a, it's a high ceiling, right? <laughs> it's a right? bold projection, yeah. But the roster is talented around him. They've added pieces. The schedule is easy. And if he does take that leap, they're going to be a very good team. Like, they showed last year they can beat up on bad teams. Good news. There's a lot of bad teams on their schedule this year. What it's really going to come, come down to is when they play the winning teams, when they, they're, they're projected to be good, the the Titans, the Colts, the Packers, the Cowboys, both Cowboys games. Like, those five games will probably end up deciding to a certain extent their season are they a top seed or are they a team that you know gets in as a sixth or seventh wild card because I think their floor is probably a wild card like one of the final two wild cards but if Jalen is better then their their ceiling is potentially the number one seed in the NFC because they are going to rack up a lot of wins against bad teams just like the 2017 Eagles did I mean if you we look back at that team and we say they were dominant and they were but like when you look at the the regular season the, the real dominant stretch they had was when they played a bunch of bad teams, like the Cardinals, the Bears, the, Broncos, the 49ers, the Broncos. There, yep. like, that's really where it was like, okay, this team's super good. But if you look at the rest of the season, like remember they, they lost to the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. They barely uh, beat the uh, Panthers on Thursday night, or I think they ended up winning by a touchdown. But they, yeah, that was a close game. Like They were 50-50 against the good teams. They lost to the Chiefs. So, you know, that's what it's going to come down to for the Eagles this year. If Jalen is special – can they win three out of those five games? Can they go 4-1 and one against those teams? And if they do, like, the ceiling is incredibly high because the talent is clear. The talent was clear on the field yesterday, and it was especially clear at the quarterback position yesterday that if they get the talented quarterback play, they're going to be very good.
1: Yeah, and while it's not, I agree, it is is unfair to expect that from Jalen. I do think that we do underrate Jalen's upside in this city. I think we focus so much on... Oh, the arm strength or the, you know, where he puts the ball and, and knowing what he's seeing and all that. And those are all real justifiable things to, to question and to bring up. But we don't talk about the fact that he also is an amazing athlete. And as we've talked, we do talk about it, but it is true that he will work his butt off to get every ounce of talent, every ounce of ability out of what he has. He will reach his ceiling, whatever that ceiling is. And it's not the craziest thing in the world to think that this kid with his physical abilities, with the team that they put around him, could take a real step forward and not just be better, but be markedly better. And and look, it will be partially because of who's around him. He will have a great offensive line. He will have a great running game. He will have great receivers to throw the football to. That'll help anyone. But if he takes a real step, well, let me. What do you think the ceiling is for him this season? You know, because it's hard to gauge what his ceiling is as a career because he is
2: such a hard worker and he does have the intangibles well, and all that. So that can raise. Re- you really up. quick, before I answer that question, because you said something I I thought was interesting. You said we kind of like maybe underrate what he could be, and I know you're talking about like you know us and Call the Larson. Royal We, yes, right? But I I think that it's important to note like that Royal We extends very much outside of Philadelphia. Oh like, yeah, for sure. There is something about Jalen that makes people not fully buy in, except the people that know him, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the teammates definitely believe in him. But I'm talking about, like, analysts and, like, all those things. Even yeah, Peter, the, the even Chris Sims, boy, all these guys. Even yep. Peter King had them as a ninth-best team in the NFL <laughs> yeah, and said the C-plus yeah, quarterback right, play. Yeah. Like, and I don't know what it is about Jalen that makes people react that way because, as we've talked on this show, like – you know, was the top recruit out of one of the top states in the country for for high school football, went to the best college program, then transferred and almost won the Heisman, like succeeded last year as a first-year starter. So when you look at his actual resume, there's really not much reason to believe that he won't improve next year, right? But there is something about Jalen that holds people back from truly buying in, and I'm not really sure kind of what that is. So when you ask me what his ceiling is, I don't see why his ceiling can't be top 10 quarterback, top five quarterback. I think it absolutely can. Like, again, would I bet on it? Probably not, but I would not bet on almost any quarterback to be top five until they do it because it's such an incredibly high bar to root for. Like, let's take Justin Herbert, right? Justin Herbert, I would say, is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has accomplished in some ways more than Justin Herbert has. He's made the playoffs. He's been to the playoffs, right? Like, so it's just tough to say because I do think Herbert is more talented But there's something about Jalen where he continues to kind of check off these achievements in his football career. Again, high school, college, pro. Like, he's checked off a lot of boxes where you would say, this guy is someone you should believe in. And yet still, you know, from January to yesterday, we talk about him. And there's part of me that's like, I don't know, man. Like, there's still part of me that could see him coming out week one and going like three of six or three of seven to start for 12 yards. but then I see him yesterday and I'm like he looks amazing.
1: Well cuz he has had those games where the bad is like really bad. That yeah. Cowboys game. There are a few games that obviously the playoff game where he looks like he doesn't belong on an NFL field and it is it is jarring when those things happen, and it does make you step back and say, "Whoa, man!" Like he looks really bad today, and it, and it makes you question everything. And I think, especially with the last game we saw of him playing, being yeah. that type of game, I think that, like, what a different feeling I think both us and nationally have of Jalen Hurts. If, even if they lose, if he plays well in that game. yeah, If he plays if, well in that playoff game. If they game, lose
2: 31-27. Exactly. I think it's a whole 21. different conversation yeah.
1: about the kid this offseason. It was just such a sour taste to the end of the season in the mouth that really kind of made it hard for people to, to go
2: all in on this kid. So I'll, I'll give some, like, what I think his ceiling could be statistically this year. So the 10 rushing touchdowns he had last year, I think he could potentially duplicate. Certainly that. Dupl- Yeah, it now, like, a lot of them... I'm not calling them luck, but, you know, it's like one yard, kind of like rushing it in. It's situational, it's whether he's going to get in those situations. But if he—what do you have, 16 passing touchdowns last year? Yep. If he can get 10 more passing touchdowns, like you're talking close to 40 total touchdowns. From That'd be him. huge. Like, and if he does that, then he's definitely in the top 10 quarterback conversation. So what could his ceiling be next year? I believe he could get into the top 10 quarterback conversation for sure. And if he does— the Eagles are gonna be a dangerous team. They're gonna be really, really good. <laughs> like that, really, again, really like good. you say, like, you know, I was the one down there, unfortunately I wish everybody could, could watch them practice, but I'm the one down there. Like my observation was this team could be really, really good. And also keep in mind, like yesterday, they didn't even have all their players there. There was a lot of linemen missing on both sides. Three of the receivers were missing. It was uh Quez wasn't there, Pascal wasn't there, Reger wasn't there, like so they didn't even have everybody. But just having A.J. Brown, Devontae, and Jalen play that well, it was like that's kinda of all you need. When you have that talent playing at that level, you don't need a ton of other people. And that's the kind of
1: thing that can make him look so much better too. Yeah. You know, it's not just Jalen getting better, it's that the team around him offensively got better too. Yep. And and, and when it when it is such a difference with a guy like AJ Brown brought in that it really can change a lot of things. 94-94. Where do you stand on the idea of Jalen taking a leap? Do you believe it's possible? What do you think his ceiling is? And we focus so much on the potential downside of Hurts and what that can mean for the team. What about the upside? What could this team be? What is this team? Ceiling? Yeah, give,
2: give us some predictions. Yeah, give I, some... I threw out almost forty total touchdowns as his ceiling. Like, let's hear some predictions on what you think Jalen's ceiling could be next year.
1: 94-94. And again, anyone who has any questions for Elliot, he was at Eagles practice yesterday. One of the few people down there to get to watch. Any questions about any players you have? Send them our way. 94-94. five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's start it out on the phones. No Tom from Abington mm. this week. Let's start with another classic Go Birds regular brought to the station, and, and now he's he's almost too big for us. He's yeah, it's too true. Famous. Let's go to Tennessee and talk to our feller. What up, Justin?
3: Never, ever, ever am I too big for y'all. <laughs> Honestly, Justin, y'all we're, proud yeah. we're proud y'all, to watch. We're proud to watch. You, like you like dominate watching, during yeah. the week now. Yeah, yeah
1: just, It's watching <laughs> Flower y'all. Bloom
3: right in front of you. <laughs> y'all are my guys. Y'all are my rider dies, boys. Appreciate I'm telling you. Man. Appreciate uh, it is... I, I hope it is as nice up there today as it is down here. It is beautiful. It's like 80 degrees.
1: Yeah, very kind of similar here. Very blown. similar.
3: Yeah, it's nice. beautiful down here today, boys. Uh, Elliot, uh, yes. as far as who was there yesterday, did you get to see much out of Nicobe Dean and Jordan Davis?
2: Yeah, so Jordan Davis not really because they didn't do 11 on 11. They only did 7 on 7. So all Jordan Davis did was kind of individual drills. Um, Nicobe Dean – he was out on the field for seven on sevens. He did not start. So the, the starting linebacker rotation was Kaiser White and T.J. Edwards. They I don't think they did any drills yesterday with three linebackers, probably because they weren't doing 11 on 11. But So they had uh, T.J. Edwards and Kaiser White out there. N'Kobe Dean was with the second team. It was him and Davion Taylor. Now, he did get some first-team snaps. I think he got two reps with the first team. Um, didn't stand out, to be honest. He didn't you know break up any passes. Now, They didn't have pads on. And I think Nicobi is a player that when there are pads on, he's going to stand out more than than in uh, not even shells. They just had T-shirts on. But, yeah, so it seems like right now they're putting him with the second-team linebacker group behind Kaiser and TJ
3: Edwards. Okay, okay, good deal. Uh, One other thing, you you guys were asking for uh, predictions. I think it is very possible because I think as far as uh, offensive skill position players – I think we're better off than we were in 2017. If you look, I think, I think I agree. Goddard, I don't think he's better than Ertz was, but he could be just as good. Uh, I think he's more AJ explosive. Definitely, uh, he's more. Upgrade. Yeah,
1: I think, and obviously, if you take into the blocking, I, I think as a pure receiver, you still have to give Ertz the edge right now. But yeah. but Goddard is still
3: a, a very very good weapon there. Yeah, all around. You know, like you said, when you consider blocking and everything, he is he could be just as good for us yeah, this season. Sure. I think A.J. Brown is much better than Alshon Jeffrey when, oh, when it comes down to it. I mean, and really, Alshon
2: that year, really quick, was not that good outside of like three or four It was games. really the second half of
1: the season. He yeah. really started slow and then kind of put it together. Yeah.
2: And, and, and and to be fair, Alshon was great when
1: it mattered most. Saying, in the, the playoffs, cha- he was championship amazing. game and yeah. the, the Super Bowl. And
3: uh, supposedly didn't he have the torn rotator cuff or yeah. something like that? Yeah, or labrum or something all yep. season? So, I mean, he did tough through that, but I mean – just look at it. AJ Brown. I believe is going to be a much better overall receiver when it's all said and done than an would be. And everybody was just raving about Devontae yesterday. Yeah. So I, I mean, we got possibly two number one receivers on yeah. our team this year. Yeah. Legitimate. And you've it's got possible. a top what five, six tight end. I, I don't no. know where you guys rank Goddard, but I would definitely say top five, maybe even top four. He's
2: definitely in we've the got, running.
3: Like, seven, there's more, top, there's more yeah. tight
2: ends than you think. But I agree,
4: he's,
3: he's top up five
1: there.
2: talent.
3: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and if if everybody stays healthy, we have hands down the best offensive line in the league. So yeah. well, I think Hurts is in better position than Carson was in 2017. It's but really, I'm not like you point. guys said. I'm not going to put the pressure on him to do what Carson did. But I think he could get like 35, 36 total touchdowns. That would mm-hmm. be huge,
1: Justin. That would be. It. We love you, buddy. Thanks for the call. I, I'm gonna sure. go, boys. Love you, man. See you, buddy. Yeah, um, <laughs> I I absolutely think that's possible, and I think that's a really good point by Justin. While I don't think. Look, I get it. Carson Wentz was the second pick in the draft. He clearly had some physical abilities that Jalen doesn't, and Jalen has some physical abilities Carson doesn't. But in terms of arm talent, and there's a
2: reason Carson went number two and Jalen went exactly, in the back half. Of the exactly, exactly.
1: Carson yeah. is a prototypical six-five gunslinger arm type of guy, where yeah. you know that that plays that always. But Justin Herbert, you know, that kind of talent. Um, but in terms of of setting up that talent for success. The Eagles really have done a really nice job putting down around Jalen Hurts. It's an
2: interesting discussion because I think sometimes with Jalen, there's, you know, and maybe correctly, a a group of people, a group of the fan base that feel like he's treated unfairly, right? But if you look at the Eagles, like, he's being given an opportunity a lot of second-round quarterbacks do not. He's going to get two full years of starting experience, which I would guess, like, when's the last time you think a second-round pick was given the starting job for two years. Like I would, Derek Carr maybe wasn't he an early second round? pick? Okay, I think so. so but but it, not like, many. Not like, many. It does not happen often, and especially to be in the situation he is in. Like we say it all the time. This is why I think he should be expected to win a playoff game. Like he's being given a great chance with an absolutely life changing payoff. Like if he is great this year, he is going to end up making enough money. For oh, the generation rest of- for his
1: family. Right. Like, this like, is family money, right? Yeah.
2: Here. So this is an amazing opportunity for him. And yesterday at practice, he looked like he is. Very much up for the challenge. 215
1: 592 Where do you stand? We talk so much about the potential negatives with Hurts. Where do you stand on the potential positives? Or are you still someone who just doesn't believe? We'll take those calls too. If you're like, I don't know, Joe camera out there who just doesn't believe that Jalen Hurts ultimately will have it in and we'll take those calls too. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. five nine two-9494. And again, Elliot was down at practice yesterday, one of the few who got to watch Eagles practice. Any questions about any players, 215-592-9494. It's Elliot, it's James, it's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. And let me tell you about the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Bet Parks is an official betting partner of the PGA Tour and a proud sponsor of the Memorial. All weekend with the PGA in Ohio. Go to Bet Parks app and check out special boosts and wagers for the Memorial Tournament. Download the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app and make your first bet risk free up to $750. You can bet on more than the score. You can bet on individual player performances for hits, home runs, strikeouts. Bet Parks is the only Sportsbook and Casino app that we here at Go Birds recommend. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app where odds, bets, slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. Sportsbook and Casino all in one amazing app. Live in game betting lets you. Bet while you watch the game, and you can do it all. And like we always say, you're going to watch these games anyway. We're sports fans. It's just more fun to have a little action on these games, and there's all kinds of fun stuff to bet on. Obviously, a big basketball game tomorrow night. There's all kinds of hockey playoff action. And, of course, baseball down in Philly. explosion yesterday, maybe another today. You can bet on all of it. With the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Download the app now in the App Store, Google Play Store, or at pa.betparks.com and use our promo code GoBirds. That's G-O-B-I-R-D S. Get risk-free bet. It is GoBirds Radio broadcasting live from the Parks Casino and Sportsbook in Ben Sam brought to you by the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app where odds, bet, slots, and games all come together right in your pocket. Sportsbook and Casino, all in one amazing app. Go to BetParks.com. Calm. You must be 21 and president of Pennsylvania, New Jersey. Game problem, call 100 gambler, Elliot True Parks. Uh, back to funds in a minute. and We've talked about Elliot was down at practice yesterday, one of the lucky few to get to observe practice. We've talked a lot about what he saw from Jalen Hurts. Uh, before we go back to funds, and if you want to call in and ask Elliot any questions about anyone, 215 592 94 Give us another observation down there yesterday. Are you ready for me to
2: sound like a, uh, a, uh, an uh, old man? Oh, buddy. So, I remember back in my day when I covered Andy Reid. <laughs> training camp practices can we bring a cloud in for you to get yes that? Is yes that possible okay no good. but uh, here's what i'll say so there's been a lot of discussion this offseason about uh the fact that the eagles are not having a mandatory minicamp mm-hmm. and they're only having i believe six out of the ten potential other ota practices they're allowed to have like seven on seven type practices and i think last year the eagles strategy clearly worked like we did a lot of debate really for the first time with sirianni too like are they practicing enough? Should they be playing in the uh, preseason games, all those things? Their strategy worked. The team was healthy. They were better than everybody thought.
1: Now, the only thing you can say that is that it took them seven or eight games to figure out what they were yeah, offensively. I don't know if that is – I don't either, yeah. but but if uh, people will say that as a counter to what you're saying. But I agree on the – look, it was the most successful season from a health perspective they've yeah. had in a really long time. So that, that matters.
2: So – and I believe they're doing it the right way. But another observation I had down there was – so that yesterday was their third practice, and I believe they have three more next week, and then they're done. Like, it's going to be, you know, like, what, the second week of June, and they're they're done. So I think it's the right strategy, but I got to say, like— It doesn't
1: sound like you think it's the right strategy. I do, because,
2: <laughs> because ultimately, I think prioritizing health is what's most important. But I also think you cannot have it both ways. You cannot say— you know, we're prioritizing health. It works, all that stuff. And then also pretend like you're getting in the same amount of work the other teams are. Like, they're not. They're just not. Well, they're,
1: apparently they're only one of two teams in the NFL who is not doing yeah. Right,
2: yeah. But if you think about it, if you include the three mandatory minicamp practices, like, you know, that's like 10, 11, 12 practices they're allowed to have, and they're going to have six. And I, I know that they've been working the last month and all that stuff, but it was just my first time really setting in and seeing, like, they're only going to get in like six or seven hours total during this final phase of uh, practice. And that's, I think it'll end up being enough because I think health is the important part. But they are definitely going with the strategy of like off seasons kind of don't matter. It, it's it's fascinating and it's going to be
1: interesting to see how it plays out for a second year because obviously one year of experience to this is not close to a big enough sample size right. to really get any strong takeaways you know we can say oh they were healthier oh but it could be locked there are a million different reasons i mean james i'm ready
2: to say jalen might win mvp off of (laughs) three seven on seven practice so you don't have to tell me a a year a year is more than enough in my personal record book to make a decision no
1: but look i i when i first you know when we've kind of brought this topic up and i on our show john Ritchie has been very vocal in in not liking this at all he thinks these practices are important important to, to Kind of set up what you're going to do when training camp starts gives you a leg up, all that kind of stuff. And I get it. I mean, he played football. I didn't. Now he did play football well, in a different. You did
2: play in high school. I, I, kept in my house I was. Football, say, I captain my high school football team. I big. Let's not. not, let's not to, a big deal let's or Let's not diminish your athletic achievements. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Richie made the NFL. You yeah, did it. I think but you when both compared to
1: Richie, we can we can diminish we can the, diminish? the yeah, okay, athletic fair Enough. But 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 he was a different time when he played football. Yeah. It was. You know, the the players were different. The way they went about their business is different. And like it or not, there are a lot of people who hate it. There are a lot of people who don't care. But it does feel like you do have to treat players a little differently now than you used to. So I'm torn on it. Like part of me is like I want them out there, I want them practicing, but I'm also like, you know what, if, if they feel like this is what the players need and the smartest way to go about this, then I'm willing to, to find
2: out. And then the flip side of that is they have the mandatory minicamp, let's say. A.J. Brown, God forbid, tears his ACL. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, well, it's why do point. you have them out there, yeah. right? So it's, it's a real kind of, you know, it's a tough decision for them to make. Last year it worked out for them. We'll see if it does this Yeah, way.
1: 215-592-9494 if you want to chime in on that, because I know that is something where there, there, people have pretty strong opinions. I think there are a lot of people who are not happy about this and that it's not a kind of a hard-nosed, tough-enough yeah. way about going about things. So if you have any thoughts on that, 215-592-9494. Let's continue on the phones and talk to our good buddy up in the great, white north tom from vancouver I, don't know. I was trying to get it out there i'm like the great northwest or the great white north what Is am it, i going with i kind of went with year, both there does it snow there year
0: round
5: no okay
0: i mean i'm curious <laughs> no, he's like, living in no, antarctica no, I, <laughs> well, this, actually the
5: actually actually do you recall uh, a couple of months ago i was on top of a ski hill yes when i, do. I called in i think oh, it was yeah. a couple yeah. weeks ago i do ago.
1: remember that yeah,
5: yeah. yeah. so I can actually see from my balcony right now the top of that very same ski hill, and so there's there still some snow on well,
1: it. Well, there's a difference between Snow Peak Mountains and, and snow year-round. There's round. No snow
5: around here. Tom,
1: does it snow in Vancouver year-round? No. Thank okay. you. All right. Fair enough. Right. There we You're go. the thank one that called it thank you, thank you for, the Great White North. For, like it's like well, Game it's of phrase. Thrones or something. It's a like, phrase. You never heard of the Great right. White North before? Well, I took it literally. I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> What's on your mind, Tommy?
5: So, Well, the first thing, man, Goldberg's caller influence at WIP just keeps on growing. It's yeah. crazy.
1: It's Some are saying we're the most influential show yeah. on the station. It's, it's kinda
2: like the Andy Reid coaching tree. You know, just like everyone
1: just going <laughs> like that. off what and a becoming, great time Yeah. The Go Birds collar tree. This is good.
5: Well this, I, is I think Go Birds is a I think it might be a collar factory.
2: I like Drew. It. Yes, that's a good
1: point. work by the
5: only there.
2: factory in the city.
1: Hopefully our callers aren't going to leave us for other shows like, you know, people <laughs> yes. leaving for other teams.
5: Well, we, we look, we've got Justin from Tennessee who's going to referee the Marks and Reese collar on collar WrestleMania. Oh, and, wow. And then I did not know this. this. He seems good Apparently, job. Joe G set that up yesterday. So Okay, and we've like got uh, Tom from Abington who got uh, Joe Girardi fired. Yeah. So, know. you know, James, I'm wondering, can you get a Go Birds caller in front of Daryl Morey?
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I don't think I have that
5: kind of power. If anyone thought. could
1: do it. It's yeah, James. right. Number. No, let me let me make some calls. I'm
5: on it. Okay. okay. Excellent. Excellent. So Jalen, Jalen, seven on seven. The yeah. arm, uh, the arm straight Yeah, the arms seem pretty good in the seven on seven. So my question is about under pressure. And yesterday I was watching this YouTube interview with a former, uh, former Army Ranger, and he was talking about they were talking about like stress under combat and what what can you do to win a gunfight and. Two, the first two things he mentioned was auditory exclusion, which yeah, apparently happens when you're— and all, all the Army folks who are listening to this and the vets will know this— yeah. but the, uh, it, it, it means that when you're, when you're super stressed out, under fire for the first time, you can't really hear things around you properly, and you have the tunnel vision. So that seems to me to be very similar to a rookie quarterback, and mm-hmm. I think that given how grounded a guy like Jalen Hurts is, that in his sophomore-plus year, the game is going to slow down for him, and I think he will be better than he has been.
2: Yeah, I, I think so. that's a good point. I mean, I think the other—I I believe when you talk about like what Jalen has to improve in, I don't believe like reading defense is what is what he has to improve in, and I don't even really think is you know he can make most of the throws. He can. I think what he has to improve in, to your point, and I think it ties to this, is just a comfortable being comfortable enough in the pocket to stay there. Whereas I think the, the biggest issue the coaching staff had him had with him last year was he left the pocket too early. And I don't think that's a reading defense thing. I think that's like a, he felt the pressure I, and took I get off. Your it's point. tied. It's I, yeah, I do think there
1: is a part of that, yeah, though, where, sure. where the game will slow down more to yes. Tom's point, and it's part reading defense, but it's part that even if he's reading it, like if it goes slower for him, if he's seeing things happen at a slower base, it's easier to read But I defense. also
2: think one of the toughest things for a quarterback to do, and I don't want to compare it to being at war, but it's a similar analogy to your point, Tom, like, is to just be comfortable enough yeah, to stand in there sure. with things going on around you and still read the defense yep. and look at the coverages yep. and, and let you're it right, develop. The more experience you get doing it, the better you will get at it, and that's why Jalen starting you know fifteen games last year is huge moving forward. Just like it was for Carson going from twenty sixteen to twenty
5: seventeen. So a last point before I let you guys go, and that's I heard the uh, the Michael Clay uh, interview, and there was a question about Aaron uh, Sipos. And uh, so are you going to get a, you know, how come you're not yeah. going to get another punter and all the rest of it? And something occurred to me. No one, no one I've heard has ever mentioned, like, I was, I've been following the guy on Instagram. The guy had a baby, a newborn baby, his first baby. Right when his game dropped off last year.
1: Ah, oh, oh, Tommy, I like this little baby. Good calls, always, hey, this brother. This is why the Go-Bridge little calls baby the brain. Best. I get it. I had a baby. I had baby brain. I felt like an idiot yeah. for like two months. We don't. Sometimes we
2: don't take those things into consideration. Hey, should, I'm a bit. You like, know, this
1: is like my number one thing. Is, Athletes are say. human there beings, man. Yeah. They're not robots sent out there to perform a task for us, and it's programmed in like. They are, are subject to human emotion and human influence, too. So, like, I'm not going to completely – because I thought Sip Boss stunk. The second them, half yeah, of the year, Yeah, like stunk, and I was very ready for them to replace him. We talked about this on the pod. But, but, interesting. I'm willing look, to so say that if, human
2: things can factor in. I think if you're the Eagles, you say, look, we'd love to have you back, but – no baby during the season. pretty <laughs> yeah, more than happy to have a second role. one. Yeah. You know what? We might be playing till February. Plan that, you know, plan it around March. <laughs> be beautiful and have it right after the parade. <laughs> Let's go to Ocean City and talk to Chris. Christopher.
6: Yo, what's going on?
2: What's up, Chris? How you doing?
6: I am fantastic. So, secret time story. I was low-key really nervous to read Elliot's tweets because I was <laughs> having such a good week. Like, I got an unexpected bonus at work. I'm wow, congrats. Summer hours, 80 and sunny, and Girardi fired, and I was worried that Ellie was, it was gonna, gonna kill ruin my the week. Vibes. That's hilarious. Yeah, so I like I put it off until like the end of the day, wow. and I looked at him, and I went from being like a rational person in, in control of my emotions to freaking the <laughs> F out. Love and I'm I am a hundred percent all back in. I I'm in love with Jalen. Like I'm I'm back a hundred percent. Like exclusive. Um, <laughs> I'm, just, I mean, going I'm steady. So impressed I am so impressed by the young guys On this team um,
4: yeah. uh,
6: Like just the press conference Jordan Davis was incredible And I just have this vision Jalen seems to be growing his hair out of uh, a dreaded Jalen lifting the Lombardi. And I'm just oh. willing that.
2: <laughs> <injury>. <laughs> Iverson being my favorite uh, player of all time, Jalen going with the dreads would pretty much confirm.
1: Jalen wearing Super the sunglasses ball. on the field, by the way, yeah. the other day is maybe the coolest thing well, I've ever seen A quarterback. He looks so
7: freaking cool. It was <laughs> like, so ridiculous. cool. Like, so, it was be- it was beyond cool.
2: Chris, to what you're talking about, about the good practice, making you feel good about the season and all that, I think we should also be honest and say if he had a bad practice, people would also be overreacting about that too, right? So he did have a good day. Like, everyone can put it in their proper perspective. Everyone can react to it how they want. But the reality is we have talked about this guy nonstop for five months, and it was a first chance to watch him play. And he was really good. And if he was really bad, I would have tweeted that. I would have apparently ruined Chris's Friday, which I (laughs) would not have wanted to do. But, you know, we have to be fair on both sides. Yeah. If he was bad, people would have been like, oh, I told you he wasn't going to be good. This is the concern. So him playing well is noteworthy.
6: And I, I just want to put it out there, just a, a public service announcement for all the listeners. If Jalen and the Eagles are good this year, hide your kids, hide your wife, because I'm going to be out of control on these airwaves. And I got a list. <laughs> I'm coming for it. the
2: camera, Mark, yes. all of them. Don't I think it have not been listening. This is yeah. great. Got the Go-Birds
1: Army ready.
8: I hide your kids, hide your yeah. wife. I love it, Chris. Also, and also speaking of that, you guys
6: are a caller factory. I've never listened to WIP before. Found you guys through uh, – Get the, out of here. The, wow. Yeah, I just found you guys through the, Chris, the, 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 a great the podcast. Chris, you're
1: no, This is phenomenal. Yeah. Chris, no, you.
6: and um, I had only heard of the midday show because you would mention it on the pod. My, like, wow. what is that? And then I started I love listening. That, Chris. That's so yeah, phenomenal. you guys are like the OGs. Like if we were in prison and we had to pick like gangs, I'd be in the Gilbert. Yeah. Oh, so, trust you're the me, best. Chris. If we were in prison, Chris. you wouldn't want me on your team. <laughs> yeah. I would not last long in prison. Trust me,
1: Chris. Yeah. Great as always, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> All right, peace. Yeah, that's awesome. i, was I excited. Know, like, look at the caller factor. Yeah, I, I. This is my new favorite thing that we have going right now. I mean, look, like people should be excited. If the only I was talking about the caller factor, but okay, yeah, go ahead yeah. on the Eagles. Yeah, but that, too, if, that too.
2: If the only question people have about the team is Jalen, then you should feel good today because the the exposure we got to Jalen yesterday was extremely impressive.
1: 215-592-9494. Any questions you have for Elliot about what he saw down there? Obviously, Jalen calls as well. And if you want to chime in on the, the mandatory minicam stuff, do you? Because I do think there is a large or at least a, a percentage of, of Eagles fans who aren't very happy about what this decision. What would you do? Like if you were able to make the decision on practice, what would you do? I I think I would I would work with the players. Like I like the idea of talking to the players and seeing what they want to do and, and all that. Now I get it like you got to be tough and all that. So I would I wouldn't like I wouldn't let them walk o- all over me, but I would try and collaborate with the players a little bit and figure out what made the most sense. And but I, but I will say that just
2: because they've always done it this way doesn't mean I would do it that way. Yeah. So I think I would have a mandatory minicamp. Like, Mm -hmm. I do think it's beneficial to have the players come in and work out during the summer. That would be my only change. I'm fine with less practice, all those things. I would have a mandatory. Yeah,
1: I would maybe have – Yeah, so you could at least, like, install and do all that stuff. You don't have to, like, beat each other up. Just, like, work on the – Just have everybody come together, and I I, I think that would be important. I I think I agree with you on that. I
2: also think it's a good way to see, like – Who's in? Yeah, I agree. You know, invested. Like, yeah, right. I think it's a really good point.
1: 215 592 9494. It's Elliot. It's James from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino, brought to you by the all new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. We're coming right back. It is Go Birds Radio, broadcasting live from the Parks Casino Sportsbook. And Ben Salem, brought to you by the all new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Having some fun talking about Eagles, pra- real Eagles football, real
2: Eagles practice, yeah. and sadly only one more until training camp begins. Yeah. What a what a disaster! It is sad. Way to go! Yeah, should should,
1: should have more mini camps. Two one five five nine two nine four ninety four. We're we're talking Jalen Hurts. He looked great yesterday. according to Elliott, short parks, and the potential upside. We have talked a lot about the the downside, the limitations. What if what if it goes right? what could the Eagles team be and uh any questions you have for Elliot 2155929494 about being it down at practice go back to the phones go to Florida and talk to our buddy Jacob hey Jacob
9: hey what's going on guys
2: what's up Jacob how you doing
9: Elliot, so would you consider your, like, ideal happy place to be watching reality TV you've already mm. seen and, like, eating cold pasta while also tracking Jalen's passing <laughs> stats?
2: Jacob, honestly, so my fiance's having a bridal shower today. I feel like you know me better than maybe even she does. <laughs> that was, like, the truest statement I've ever heard about myself, yes. <laughs> uh,
9: but my main question was, um, is, is Cox out there? He was not, no. Oh, great, yeah. yeah I'm, a, I'm not at a the big, point where uh, I want to start. Not a big company. The...
2: He does. I, he likes to work out in Texas. That's just how. He yeah,
9: I'm. I'm I want to call this guy uh, Fletcher Harden from now on. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Yikes. And, uh,
2: Dude, he... I'll Tough. say this, Jacob. Like, Tough. not to you know, no Poor shot. Fletch. No Super shot Bowl at, champ, Fletch. Wow. No shot at Fletcher. <laughs> but uh, another main takeaway from yesterday was like, Jordan Davis is going to end up being a leader in that defensive line room. Like he yeah. is, and I think that. He is somebody that the Eagles will be happy other players eventually, like, follow and view as a leader. Like, just talking to him, the way he handles himself, the way he talks about, you know, working out and all that. He's here at the voluntary minicamps. We'll see how good he is on third down, and that's what will ultimately matter. But I think he is like a cornerstone of the franchise as a personality and leader that they feel they can lean on.
9: Yeah, and I think that's worth something. And, like, yeah. a natural decline in a player's ability is okay. Like, I'm not mad at Fletcher for declining, but at least show up, set the example, and do the little things right. Like, Yeah,
2: I mean, that's the problem, not having uh, a mandatory minicamp. Like, that's the downside yeah. is Fletcher. Fletcher's not here.
9: Yeah, I'd, Fletcher hardened until he uh, actually gets, like, <laughs> more than two sacks.
2: Yeah, that's uh, yeah. It's a good one. It's tough. It's
1: a tough <laughs> beat for Fletch. Jacob, great call as always, buddy. We appreciate it. Talk to you soon. I mean, Fletch, you know. Best, you know, look, it's, best it's, player on a Super Bowl winning team, yeah. but no bigger. You know, yeah, one of the
2: best defensive linemen in, in the history. history
1: of the franchise. Yeah. But sure.
2: Look, it's voluntary. I get it. it look, I'm joking is, around. Like, Fletch
1: deserves yeah. to get ripped for for the last couple years. I'm I'm joking right. around, but it is. Fletch Harden is tough because Harden has done zero here, and Fletcher at least has well, but had success. Harden's here. also
2: a top seventy five player of all time. That's true too. Like, yeah. who would you say has has had a more successful career? I know it's tough to compare. You know, it's oh James Harden. Yeah.
1: yeah, James Harden's a Hall of Famer. I mean, Fletcher
2: right. could be theoretically. I don't
1: think he's there, but I don't think he's. I think he's just below that, but Fletcher's had a great career, too. But yeah, but James Harden number one title, so you know. Yeah,
2: but it's also different too. Like I it's think a winning, a, winning a title for Harden is probably harder. You know, it's more on him than it was on Fletcher. Sure, if that makes sense. 94-94. five nine
1: two ninety four ninety four. Let's keep it rolling. Let's talk to our buddy Matt and Ridley. What up, Matt?
10: Jimmy, what's going on today?
1: How you doing, pal?
10: Good, pal. Elliot, what's up? How are we today?
2: What up, Matt? How you doing?
1: Glad good, we got good.
10: that out there. Um, that was good. I yeah. like,
1: you know, some Very little calm, niceties. Yes. Yeah. A couple of double yeah, pal. Was, we paled each other. I like you know, that. No, you know?
10: no stones breaking today. This is not the uh, 10 a.m. show. We're going to have a nice
1: <laughs> nice
10: conversation, you know. Um, like
1: civilized people here.
10: Yeah, and intelligent, too, unlike the 10 a.m. show mm. with certain individuals. But anyway, mm. let's, yeah, <laughs> i got to get one shot in. But um, of course. Joey so, D. We love him. So, let me tell you, um, I know we spoke about this before Elliot and me and Jimmy are on the same side, but I really think uh with the pieces that we're surrounding this team with that uh I feel really good about Jalen's uh potential this year, and I think we got a real shot there I say it at winning a playoff game, yeah, and you know maybe even two, but uh. But I can honestly tell you, like, so we, I know we talked about this about a month ago. If we don't make improvements and he doesn't make a big leap with the talent around him, barring, of course, any major injuries, that's always a given, then this will be it for him. He'll be done after this year. But I don't see that. I mean, I don't see that happening. I see him hopefully signing, I don't know, a three- or four-year deal after this year. And, I, you know, like I said, it's, yeah, we got okay. a lot of good weapons around him. So what do you guys think?
2: Well, it'll be interesting. The money. It'll be interesting to see if he has the year that he's capable of, like what type of money he gets. And look, Jalen should absolutely get every penny he can if he has a great year. Hundred yeah. percent. I could see a world where he doesn't get that type of money, but who knows? Um, you know, what kind of year will he have? I think I'm with you that he will in, improve and be better. But I'm also with you that if they don't win a playoff game this year, like. I'm definitely looking around at other options for quarterback. Like the roster is good enough. And of course there's a thousand caveats. Yes. If they lose a playoff game, 75 to 70. Yes. I will feel differently, but I think the roster is good enough. And Jalen has enough talent where this is a year where they should win a playoff game. And if they don't, I think we'll be sitting here, everybody, you, me, James, and saying, like, they don't yeah. have the quarterback situation Well, solved. also so, an
1: interesting okay. point, too, with that that Elliott's brought up a few times is, is how did the Eagles look at it differently after the Carson Wentz thing? You know, yeah. like, are they going to be a little more gun-shy to give Jalen a contract after this season when there is another le- yeah. year left on the deal? Are they going to be a little bit more careful about trying to play it out longer? It's an interesting situation. And obviously, as way we talked about, Jalen yeah. has a lot of potential on his hands right now.
10: So, so I have one more question for both of you. Um... If you could add one more weapon for him, who would it be? In what position do you think, or maybe in general? I no, what position, I like what it that
1: question, man. I got you. Good call. I look. I obviously do we think about it during the break. Well, here, real quick. No, we're not going to break quite oh, yet. Oh, sorry. But but I, look, obviously you'd say, oh, a better third receiver or whatever. I mean, Pascal, Quez, whatever. But I think if you're looking at forgetting the Jalen part of it, just looking at this offense and what does it kind of need, I think they could use a, a big running back. Yeah. So
2: that's where I was going to go with it, but I actually would go with. You know, and if it's like anything like well, that's you know, so why I'm, yeah, I'm, not, I'm trying move, to be right. like somewhat realistic. I, about I, this. I do think having it, it, a very, very good playmaking pass catching running back would be huge. Like I know people are big on Kenny Gainwell, but he's still relatively unproven. Miles Sanders has that potential. He showed his rookie year, but he's had drop issues like Boston Scott. Very nice player. I don't think he is someone that like super scares opposing defenses. I think like a difference-making running back would would really really take this offense to
8: the next level.
1: Let's get Corey in Virginia. And Corey, you're on WIP. Hey, I
8: right. uh, I do think Jalen's going to be a top five to ten quarterback this year, but everybody's sleeping on Jagger this year. But mm. nobody talks about um, Nagle though. But Nagle uh. had worse than I don't understand why Jalen gets so much heat because he's bad. He ain't bad. Oh, he, He'll well, have a better Corey, year. He Corey, he's be been my
1: horrible as an NFL player. He is bad across Kobe, the board, yeah. drops, bad route running, seemingly lacking in terms of, like, the investment in what he's doing. Like, yeah, if you want to argue pick, that yeah. he's, he's, had a, he's had some tough breaks since he's gotten here, and I feel awful for, you know, the situation he's going through now, losing his friend and all that. Like, there's a lot of things you can point to, to the human side of things, but in terms of just – Forgetting all that and just looking at the on-field production so far, like, he has certainly not come close to living up to the draft pick. Not close. Okay. What about Nelson Aguilar?
2: How did he
8: – yes, he got a championship with us, though. But he had some drops, too. So – I, mean, if Nelson I think they, they, the, the difference than...
2: with Aguilar was Aguilar was getting open consistently. Yeah. He was just dropping the mm-hmm. ball. Now, now to your point, Corey, like, with Jalen as the fifth receiver, I think he's in a better situation. Like, situationally, yes. he, he'll be brought in. But, but like – I don't think people are sleeping on him. Like, he's not <laughs> yeah. hes not had a good first two years to give people a reason first to believe. Years, yeah. But
8: I have more hope for him this year as a breakout receiver.
0: In our... Well, look, hey, if Jalen Rager has a great year, they're call. definitely winning the Super I
2: hope you're right,
1: right buddy. You know, like, <laughs> like, if, if, all with you on yeah, that Yeah, but at the end
2: of this year, we're, like, saying how
1: great Rager is. They've definitely won a playoff game. It's the Go Birds radio show live from the beautiful Parks Casino and Sportsbook in Ben Salem. And let me tell you about the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Bet Parks is an official betting partner of the PGA Tour and a proud sponsor of the Memorial all weekend with the PGA in Ohio. Go to Bet Parks. Go to the Bet Parks app and check out special boosts and wagers for the Memorial Tournament. Download the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app and make your first bet risk free up to $750. You can bet on more than the score. Bet on individual player performances for hits, home runs, strikeouts. Bet Parks is the only sportsbook and casino app that we hear at GoBirds recommend. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app where odds bet slots and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. Sportsbook and Casino all in one amazing app. Life, live in-game betting is a wild ride. You can bet on the game while you watch it. And, and more than anything, we're watching these games anyway. It's so much more fun to have some investment in the games. And there's a lot of fun stuff to bet on right now. Baseball action nonstop, Hockey, playoffs, basketball. So much fun stuff. So Download the app now in the App Store, Google Play Store, or at pa.betparks.com, and use our promo code GoBirds—that's G-O-B-I-R-D-S—to get your risk-free bet.
7: Jim, James, Timothy, Elia, Elia. It
1: is GoBirds Radio broadcasting live from Park Casino and Sportsbook in Men's Salem, brought to you by the all-new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, where odds, bet, slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony in your pocket. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you for another hour again live from the Beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. Talking Eagles practice. Elliot, one of the few people who got to be down there for the practice yesterday. Any questions you have? 215 592 9494. Talking Hertz uh, as well. The upside. He looked really good yesterday. I want to throw something else in the opera. We haven't talked about something that was. Came out yesterday, and another thing, you know, we talked about the um, the mandatory mining camps or lack yeah. thereof, and that being a um, hot button issue for certain people. Another hot button issue for certain people: mm. uh, the front office promotions. Yeah, uh, Alec Hallaby promoted to assistant general manager. Obviously, uh, you know, an analytics guy. There's been a lot of talk over the last year plus about the analytics department and how much power they have in the building. And of course, you lose Andy Weidel. You lose a lot of people from the scouting department. Um, What do you make of the Alec Calabi promotion the whole kind of turnover in the front office and honestly like I think for a lot of Eagles fans they hear this stuff and and they get concerned like should they they be?
2: Yeah, so I think there should be concern because Eagles have had a lot of people hired away that have had two really good off seasons Right, so it's like it's like a roster. I mean anytime you lose talent off the roster. It's a bad thing now should they be trusted to rehire new people? I think if a roster in the NFL that was really talented lost a lot of their guys, you would probably say they should be trusted to to fill it back up, right? Like a good general manager that's good at drafting and their draft picks always sign away. Like that's kind of where the Eagles are at with the front office perspective. They've done an excellent job over the last few years building up the front office. People made fun of, I think it was Lurie that said it, you know. Yeah, they did. That it they was have seven GMs. They might not be far off. <laughs> they seriously might not be. Like I think they're already at three, right? I guess it didn't end up being one, but
1: but they've got a lot of guys in the system. Yeah, a lot of people hired away. Yeah, sure.
2: So I think it's definitely a bad thing that they're losing all this talent for sure. It doesn't matter whether or not they'll be able to replace them. That's really what's gonna. That's what it's gonna come down to. Their strategy is hiring away. I mean, they hire young people. Like that's why these guys move on is because they're not hiring. You know, a lot of. Older people that are at the end of their career that are looking to kind of settle down in Philly. They hire young people around the league that still have a future in front of them and have ambition. And the result has been two really good off-seasons because they've had talented people. But this is a result of having, having talented people. It's really hard to keep them in lower-down roles.
1: Yeah, I'm concerned about losing all the, the Andy Whittles and the you know Cunninghams and Browns and all these guys who are you know seem like they were yeah. important pieces of this whole thing. The, I'm torn on the Alec Callaby thing. It, it doesn't bother me as much as it bothers some. I think analytics are important. I, I don't have any problem with the use of analytics. My only concern is we all remember, you know, a couple off seasons ago, the, you know, basically it seemed like weekly Jeff McClain or this or that stories that were coming out about, you know, all the, you know, um, you know, just issues within that front office with Howie and Lurie and the analytics and all this stuff. So my only concern is I don't want analytics to overtake everything. You know, I don't want it to become an organization that, that, analytics are its default. Like, I want to make sure there is a marrying of analytics and scouting and traditional stuff and traditional football guy stuff as, you know, frustrating as that could be for some people. I, that is my only concern that with this path, with this commitment, with Julian and Laurie taking a bigger part in the organization, with Alec Hallaby being his dude, like, I just want to make sure that it doesn't overtake what has looked like a pretty successful process the last couple of years.
2: So... What you said, I, I agree with most of. Like, yes, in an ideal world, they have the perfect mixture of football guys and analytics guys, if that's what you want to you know, call, call these guys. But the bottom line is I think Eagles fans should be happy that they have an organization that if having to side between the two – is leaning on one that has more information. Like what you're really saying is the Eagles are a team that uses a lot of information to make decisions. That's really what saying they use analytics is. They use a lot of different numbers. They look at a lot of different situations. The Eagles use a ton of information when they make a decision. So you are right that by promoting an Alec Hallaby, whose background is in that, you know, yes, they are leaning more that way, but is, is that a bad thing? You're, you're right. There should be a mixture, ah, but that's true with I mean, everything.
1: I think I think if it were baseball, it wouldn't be a bad thing because that's what the sport is. It is a much more analytically driven sport. It is a sport that you can reduce to numbers in a lot of cases. Football isn't. Football is a game about 11 dudes going the same way at the same time. It's a dance. It's coordination. It's all that stuff. Like Everyone has to be in the right place at the right time for yeah. this to all work. You have to beat your man, all that stuff. Beat the dude in front of you. There's a lot of aspects to football that I don't think... Translate necessarily but, but to analytics in I would the same have is, way.
2: If they made a hundred draft picks using analytics and a hundred draft picks just using like the eye test football guy thing, I think they're hitting on more draft picks using analytics.
1: I don't. Okay. For sure. And either way, I don't want it to be one or the other. I want it to be married. But yeah. either way, I don't like. If I, had, I would, I would rather have the hundred scout guys than the hundred analytics. Okay. Guys, I'd personally. rather have the group that
2: has way more information. Well, that's
1: interesting. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where do you come down on that? The the kind of. Potential uh, worry about over reliance on analytics in the Eagles front office, and,
2: and how do you marry those two types? Well, of things another are, another part you're all of concerned that, about it. Another part of that is Julian Lurie has come up like in the analytical sure air, right yeah now, no doubt. You could say that for a lot of young owners that will eventually become owners one day. Like obviously the times we're growing up are different in terms of how football teams make decisions. But when you combine Julian Lurie with the Alec Halaby, you know, and who knows if he'll be here when Julian eventually takes over. But yeah, like there is a, a youth movement, so to speak, in terms of how these decisions will be made in the future.
1: Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. So if you want to chime in on that, and again, if you have any questions for Elliot about being down at price, we haven't gotten as many questions as I expected. I expected people be. Dude, it's funny because if Jalen was bad, there'd be a lot. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Whatever you want to ask, Elliot. Let's go back to the phones. Go to Medford and talk to Ted. Hey, Ted. Hey guys, how's it
2: going? What's up, Ted? How you doing?
8: Yeah, you know, Elliot, you, you get a lot of flack from callers and WIP hosts of, like, how optimistic you can be about the Eagles. Yeah. But, I mean, it's really hard to argue. I mean, there's so many things aligning so nicely that you touched on, like the schedule and, you know, Jalen Hurts, this is his prove it or, or, or you're out of here year. And, there's, I mean, it's going to be so hard for him to fail. There's so many weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just everything is seems to be in his favor right now and for the team. And you said you wouldn't put any money on Jalen this year, necessarily, and that he deserved to be the MVP. I I said I don't think
2: I would put money on him to have the year Carson did in 2017, just because that's an insanely high ceiling. Like, Carson, you know, was was probably the best quarterback play we've seen in franchise. I mean, McNabb in 04 was very good, too. But, like, you know, he was up there. I just think it's a a tough bar to set for any player. It's not an anti-Jalen thing. It's just a realistic thing.
8: Yeah, and he will by, by no means be the best quarterback in the NFL next year. But if they do win 12, 13 games, he's automatically in the conversation for MVP just because they yeah. probably won the division. And his odds right now, if you turn around and walk over to that sports book, he's at plus 1,800 for the MVP. So, I mean, I'm throwing 50 bucks on that for 90 grand. Um, it seems to be grand. it seems to be very plausible. No, wow. 90, Go ahead. Be nine
1: thousand. Nine thousand. Okay. All right. Yeah. Nine grand.
8: Right. Oh, it's 9 grand. Okay. Plus well, so no, 8 plus 1800 for 50 bucks? I'll have to look into that. But
2: regardless your yeah. point, plus 1800 is is a good bet for Jay Oh, he's right. No, he's right. Good wow. All right, you. that's an amazing yeah. bet then. Yeah, yeah so. 50 to win 90 grand. Yeah. But um, like that, that, yeah. to your Either point, way. like, the schedule set up for him, the fact that he, you would think he'd take an improvement for year one or year two. And I also think Jalen will have the narrative award on his side, right? Like, a lot of this award comes down to, like, do you play for a major market where people are paying attention to, like, all the different intricacies of what's happening? And what Jalen has going for him is that, like, he is fighting to kind of keep the job. He wasn't viewed as the guy. So I think if he has a year where they get to – you know, 11, 12, uh, 13 wins, and he's playing better. Yeah, he'll absolutely be in the discussion. Like his odds will drop dramatically.
1: Yeah, and it's it's if nothing else, bet wise, it's a good, and good call, Ted. Calls more often. It's a good bet. I think it's nine thousand. I think it's it's fifty with 9,000. That sounds wrong. It yeah. is de- is definitely fifty with nine. I made 000, enough plus eighteen hundred. There's bets to no know, way. That's yeah. crazy. It's it's yeah. to win nine thousand. But even so, that's a it's a good bet, and yeah. I think maybe, it's a fun bet too. Yeah, I think that I think that again. I don't think I will not predict Jalen Hurts to win the MVP this year. But for odds wise, you know, we always talk a lot on the pod. We we are at Parks Casino. We like to bet on sports. We we have a, a potty tweak where we just talk gambling and all that. Like, I do think from an odds perspective, it's not
2: a it's not a, a bad risk there, a, a upside shot. To take yeah, because so to I think he's one of the quarterbacks you can look at and say he's kind of has a natural next step built in. Like where you
1: can see the narrative
2: yes p- play out right. Yes, you can 100%. see how
1: it all like oh this offense around him and he's out there making plays and the team's winning games and it's like.
2: You know, you could see it. And the other thing, from a gambling perspective, is in terms of getting the plus eighteen hundred. I know it'll probably move between now and then, but you look at their schedule; like they could start, you know, five and one, six and one, and then those odds are dropping to, you know, plus seven hundred, plus six hundred. Two one
1: five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to Mayfair and talk to Dave, David.
11: James, the first time I heard the day show, I thought they were doing a special with Charlie Day as the special
1: guest. <laughs> you are uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of the 8 millionth person well, to tell me that is, I sound like Charlie Day. James <laughs> also kind of looks like him. I do a little bit. Which you know, is the wildest We're part. both yeah. like average height white guys all with like black brown hair. Do yeah. oh, you, you ever get asked for autographs at
8: the airport or anything? No, no, not yet. Yeah, I'm well, thinking because the radio version notes.
11: I'm thinking 40
1: touchdowns for the guy this year. Ooh, love it! I mean, 40 total touchdowns. Your total, yeah. It, I mean, it's like I, that's that's a lofty expectation. It, but is. it, it's I not, it's it is. I don't know what it is. I wasn't
11: I was not sold on him last year. I the year before, I like he wasn't the guy for me. He wasn't the guy for me last year. You know, so last year before all this offseason, I'm thinking you know it's just a gap year. He's gonna fill in the best guy. But now the moves we've made. The offensive line being what it is, you got Goddard. You, you got another tight end, and you got Devontae, AJ Brown on both sides. He's in a lot better position than he was a year ago. Yeah, uh, I'm,
2: I'm, that's something Howie has said about putting him in. A, well, real quick, that's something how he has said about wanting to put him in a position where they could fairly evaluate him,
8: and he is exactly. definitely in a
2: position where they can fairly evaluate him.
8: I uh, think it's going to be very interesting to see, and I. How my other
11: concern is, though, Sirianni passing off the play call. I don't know what Elliot thinks oh, about that. Oh, e.
2: Dave, I'm
1: really happy you brought that up. Uh, uh, because And great call, because I did want to ask you about that. Yeah. And it seems like that was something that went underreported last year, that apparently yeah, partway through the season, over, yeah. Shane Steichen took over the play call, and we never talked about it. We didn't really know about it. What do you make of the the fact that at a certain point, and it seems like kind of when the play calling was working
7: at its best, well, so like if they Seike was playing the calls. If but. they would
2: have fallen to, you know, two and six, two and seven, and he had the play calling taken away, it would have been, oh, they're going to fire yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, like no That would have been no the doubt. result.
1: So, so what do you make of him giving it to Seike and Steike it doing the season in a, in a kind of general sense? So
2: I, when we talked about them hiring a head coach and all the candidates they were talking to and all that, I said my top priority in a head coach was – I wanted a head coach that called plays because your play caller is in some ways the most important person on the coaching staff. And if your play caller is not your head coach, you're in the danger of losing him. So do I think it impacts the football team this season? No. I think the the workflow is good. Sirianni will be involved in the plays throughout the week. Jalen will be involved on Sundays. You know, it's not like they pick from 500 plays on Sunday. What happens is it's third and seven. They have five plays they like in that situation. I'm sure he'll talk to Nick. Shane will make the call. But, like, I'm not concerned about the during the year part of it. What I am concerned about is, and I don't think Shane Steichen's a future head coach, but. but Losing your play caller. Yes, but if you lose your play caller, that's really bad. And so. If they're really good this year, we've spent the first, you know, hour and 20 minutes talking about how they could be really good and Jalen could be, a, you know, MVP candidate and all that stuff. If that happens, then he's going to get hired away. Like, you look at Frank Reich. Frank Reich got hired away after Car- right? right after Carson's yeah. rookie. now you know,
1: it took Josh McDaniels leaving a job. True, to be but agreed. I'm saying no. he got a
2: head coach. Uh, you know, the um, his name escaped me right now. The quarterback coach ended up getting an offensive coordinator role. DeFilippo. D. Filippo, He got hired away. So, if the offense— what happens with good teams. That's yes. what happens. But— I don't know if Nick can or can't call plays, but having your play caller not be your head coach puts you at risk of losing him. And if you don't have a good play caller, it's a problem for the for the team. That is fair.
1: And I think that is a fair concern. I look at it from the other perspective of, I didn't want Nick calling plays when he got hired because he was so inexperienced. Yeah. I was like, worry about being a head coach. Worry about the flow of the game. Worry about when you need to call timeouts, when you need to, you know, blah, 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 this and that. Have, you know, be on top of everything. Um, so I'm I'm fine with him not calling plays in a, in a general sense I like the idea of him worrying about everything else and I also I do think that it, it shows something about Nick Sirianni that he was willing to give up plays during his yeah. first season as that first season as a play caller first season as a coach he was willing to say you know what this is too much for me I got to focus on this and you can fo-. I do I appreciate that I appreciate him being able to step back and say all right I need to give this up cuz I Remember, Doug like, was like, I'm not giving yeah. this up, like, ever. Are you kidding me? No right. way. Like, this is why I coach. So I get it from your perspective, but I do I do see the other side of it where letting Nick just worry about the whole game and not have to be a play caller, I do think could have so, other
2: unintended benefits from it as well. Tell me if you think I'm being naive here. The play calling and the offense clearly got better <laughs> oh, yeah. when Shane took over. I don't over. think there's like, any question, yeah. I, so, like, do you think Sirianni wanted to throw it a lot, didn't work out? They were like, all right, you know, we're gonna let Shane call plays, and Nick was cool with that. And Nick started to run it like. Well, I don't know. Was it was it Nick's decision or was it the team's
1: decision? That's something we don't know either. But
2: but I guess what I mean is, do you think that Nick Sirianni, like there were red flags about him as a play caller? I don't know because a lot. Of I what, mean, look, the evidence a lot wasn't of great. Given, yeah, yeah, a lot of what we've given Sirianni credit for a lot is. He was willing to change. Yeah, not a lot of coaches do that. That's an encouraging. Thing. What you're saying, it wasn't even theoretically. Maybe, been, maybe yeah, the real exactly. change he made was
1: like I'm not calling plays anymore. It's a, it's an interesting thought. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to LA and talk to our buddy Matt. Yo, Matt. Hey guys.
11: Um. Hey, speaking of betting, since we're talking about it, I want to congratulate my wife. We were in Vegas for the Derby. She put. Mm twenty dollars down on rich strike no way sixteen hundred yep that's awesome, not only dude. that guys she bet ten and she didn't realize she had two tickets for ten so
12: she thought that's she only awesome.
11: won eight hundred wow,
12: anyway that's
1: really cool um, man that must have been fun nothing like hitting on a big bet I yeah there literally that. is there nothing like it it's the thrill of you guys are talking you guys
11: just talked about something i really thought i should bring up i got kind of tired of the camera talking about Jalen having incredible weapons last year, and he and he was saying it mostly around the running game. Oh, one of the top running games in the league. I thought our running game was atrocious. Our, our, our running game was good because of Jalen. I mean, I thought Miles Sanders Well, in the bad. offensive line.
1: In the line, yeah. Yeah,
11: in the office, oh, well, yeah, exactly right, guys. But I think my point is you just hit it on it, and I, I think it shows, look, we might win in spite of our running game. But you guys both brought it up, James. You just said, hey, if I had something on a wish list, I'd love to get a big back. Elliot, you were like, yeah, I'd like a guy who can maybe catch the ball out of the backfield. I mean,
12: you
2: you basically described
12: like running back. two yeah. important
2: yeah.
11: Yeah. key yeah. factors in an offense. And um, I, I, I think so – If you're saying um, they were able, able to, to run over... the
2: ball in spite of their running backs, that's a that's a different thing. But they did not win in spite of the running game. Like, they won because of the running game.
1: I think he's saying that the offensive line and Jalen were great and that the
2: running backs were right. average but, and they but I succeeded think...
1: because, because Jalen – open up lanes and because the offensive line. Right, was so but good. but
2: I think that's probably most of the best running attacks in the league. Like if, if you were to look at the oh, best. Oh running team, no, I mean Derrick Henry is the best on, running yeah, attack that's because he's one Derek example. Henry. I'm saying, but like if we were to list the most important parts of a running game, I think we'd all agree the most important part is the offensive line. <laughs> I don't think that. No, I think it could, it's Barry absolutely Sanders. the most. I mean,
1: like, no, if you have an elite running back, that is the most but you, important. But you thing.
2: can't run if you don't have an offensive line. Like, but Barry Sanders did it. He had his whole He had to retire early, and he's probably the most elusive still, running back in the history of the game. Most you can't like, use him as an example. I know what like, I'm just
1: saying. Like, if you're asking what's an elite running back is the
2: most important thing? No, I disagree. It's an elite offensive line.
1: Ah, I don't. I think it goes both ways. I think the elite running argument.
2: back cannot be elite without a really. Sure they head. can. We it's way harder. That. Well, people well Elliot, Elliot, look, look at last
11: year though. James, to James's point, why were we all clam? We had an elite line. Why were we all clamoring for Jordan Howard and then fell in love yeah. with Boston Scott because we couldn't get three
2: yards on fourth down with this elite offensive line? Well, hey, I don't yard. know. if That's true. No. They were very successful running the ball in almost all situations. And I also think the mm-hmm. Miles. San- well, hold on. The Miles Sanders thing. Here's what I'll say about him. He had a disappointing year in the way that he got hurt, and the touchdown thing was fluky. And there were certainly games he did not play well. But like, there were also games where he had, you know, over 100 yards. He was very good. You know, late in the season, he was good against the Raiders before he got hurt. Like,
0: he, he did well, not. Have, he, he was not don't terrible. Don't forget all the
11: year. Stat, Elliot. I agree with you 100. But he also led the league in running the farthest without getting touched. Yeah, I know. He yeah. Got well, gunned. again, that backs my so, point up. Like, <laughs> right, but that, that doesn't show that he can make uh, – he can run anything after contact. So, of course, he, he had those games. But I just think it's a point. So, I'll, I'll just no, end with this. Debate. And I don't want to end with a, a downer, guys. But this is – we're in Philly, and we always wait for the other shoe to drop. We get James Harden, Sixers story. Oh my god, we're going to win the championship. We really really we're going to the oh, championship. I see here go. The get Phillies one make one all this. Contest, I got you. oh my god, we're the
1: greatest no, lineup. Matt. We get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I I'm won't even sorry. make you do it. It's all good. Good great, call as yeah, always. Great call. Um yeah, I think we're all well and aware of that. I, Trust me, I'm I'm a Phillies fan. I watch this team play every single game. I thought they were going to be really good. I get it. The well, Eagle, there is certainly a world where the Eagles stink this year, and people get hurt, and it doesn't work out. Now like, I think the I difference get it, is right?
2: the Eagles' floor is still pretty high. But look, the Eagles are a team that lets down when they're supposed to be good. There's You've just talked no about disputing many So times. about that, but I I am we don't have to keep going on this. I am very firm in my take that offensive line. Yeah, matters. we're not going to keep back. going on. Right, let's let's That's why go, you're the driver.
1: Let's instead go to Germantown and talk to our good buddy Robert. Hey Robert. Hey guys. What's up, Robert? Uh, How you doing? How's
13: it going into casino?
1: It's beautiful always as always. It's the best.
13: Well, you're, you're keeping the average age down, the two of you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's a very, uh, especially today, with Lively a lot of good crew. games going. Lively crew. So what's on your mind today, Robert? Well,
13: um, I'm sitting here listening to the show and made a few notes. You know, I grew up back in the day where I'm thinking about three teams that I think could be the Eagles. One was uh, Joe Cap playing with Minnesota. The key thing there was he was a Jalen Hurts-type quarterback. You know, couldn't throw a spiral if his life depended on it. Uh, but he got the ball there somehow. And you had Gene Washington, the wide receiver. But Grant was the coach, and they had a killer defense. Yeah. Next team would be Jim McMahon, the Bears. Same scenario. Last wow. scenario was ours. I mean, that Bears team one. was the,
1: one of the best defenses of all time. I don't know if it's that similar, my friend.
13: Well, they do have Gannon. Well, no, no. Hmm. But, I mean, I'm just saying – we you know, we in the next year in the draft free agents if we had a couple of safeties, toughen up the defensive line. We should be there. We should be able to have a dominating defense. I agree with, with I, I with agree. Jim. We
1: should be able to have a good defense. I think taking the leap to Super Bowl winning defense is, is a little premature.
13: A year away. Let's let's draft intelligently next year, let's hope New Orleans stinks <laughs> we get a better yeah. pick. And you know, but you're right, you guys are right. Your analysis is correct. It's an audition year for Hertz, but if Hertz passes the audition we get to D up next year. We get a we get a great running back. I mean, some of the running backs that have, well, Jerome Bettis and and uh, Betts. I mean, um, Marshawn Lynch. We need a power running back. I don't think we have one.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, Robert, I agree with you. And and good call. We're up against it. I I would like to see them get someone who I feel more confident getting short yards. But look, they use Jalen a lot in those spots too, for better or
2: worse. Yeah, you know. So no, I mean again. I, I think going into this season, like, being worried about the running game is, is far down my list of concerns with the team.
1: 215-592-9494. If you want to get in a question for Elliot about what he saw at practice, we've had not many of those. so no. I, was, I was expecting more, so if you want to get on that, of course, and uh, talk hurts. 215-592-9494. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful Parks Sportsbook and Casino. And let me remind you again about the Bet Parks. It is an official betting partner of the pga tour and a proud sponsor of the memorial all weekend with the pga in ohio go to bet parks go to the bet parks app and check out our special boosts and wagers for the memorial tournament download the all-new bet parks casino and sportsbook app and make your first bet risk free up to 750 dollars you can bet on more than the score bet on individual player performances for hits home runs strikeouts Bet Parks is the only Sportsbook and Casino app that we here at GoBirds recommend. The Bet Parks, Casino, you know, and Sportsbook app where odds, bets, slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. Sportsbook and Casino all in one amazing app. Live in game betting lets you bet while you watch. It is a wild ride. And it's just more fun to have a little action on these games, and there is so much good stuff. To bet on, here's the deal again. Download the app now in the App Store, Google Play Store, or at pa.betparks.com and use our promo code GOBIRDS, that's G-O-B-I-R-D-S, to get your risk-free bet. It is GOBIRDS Radio Broadcasting, live from the Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook in Ben Salem. Brought to you by the all-new Bet, Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook app, where odds bets lots of games all come together imperfect harmony elliot mm. Shore, park james seltzer with you for another 30 minutes the great rob ellis coming up after us let's try and get to the people elliot
2: yeah let's just get it get the, to rob the show, is a, the, yeah. the show
1: is about the people no i'm talking about the callers okay. the show is about the callers let's get to as many as we can in the 30 minutes we have left if you want to get on now 205- i see we got a legend on the line five nine it's right five nine two ninety four ninety four if you want to ask any Elliot any questions about being down at practice, talk Hurts, or anything. Let's go back to the phones. And to your point, one of the best on the station. Go to Chester and talk to OG Wade. Wade, what's up?
2: What's up, fellas? How we doing? My guy with the quarterback list. So everybody's yeah, talking about Wade.
1: I love you, and I actually thought your quarterback list was was good. I gotta I gotta bring something up though. I'm not Come gonna on, lie. Wade. As the number one supporter of Jalen Hurts on the station and maybe in the city. Maybe the world to have him fifteenth. like I think it's a fair ranking. I think he's right around there But I mean you of all people I got to say a little disappointed. I thought he had to be top 10 for you It's a little disappointing. You said he's
14: better than Tom Brady. What are we doing here, Wade? I think both of you guys know me for one thing and that's keeping it 100 You You don't get the nickname O.G.
2: Wade without that
14: Right if I put Jalen somewhere other than where I had him at I wouldn't be real to myself like I'm saying, if you look at my list, and I want y'all to look at it, it's about the accomplishment. It's not who I would take in today. Yeah, I would take damn Justin Herbert over uh, Jared Goff. No, I'm talking about these guys got to the biggest game there is and won won it or lost it. I cannot put uh, Justin Herbert over Jared Goff, and Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl. I just can't do it and be honest with myself. Now... I'm saying Jared, Go- wait, wait, wait. Uh, You're uh,
2: Jared Goff. you Jared Goff ahead of Justin. Yeah, he Jared got Goff ninth, yes, I believe. That's he,
1: an insane ranking, football. Wade. Wade, that is a horribly, yes. it, like maybe the no, worst ranking I've ever. Jared Goff what is what a disaster. Is, I'm not. The guy's I'm a not horrible NFL you. quarterback.
0: I'm not they got to the Super Bowl today.
1: in spite I'm, of him, Wade. Listen, I'm not saying. Where's Nick he's Foles better. on your list then? Why he's in no, the NFL? He's he's playing for the Colts. Why isn't Nick Foles higher on your list? This is not a starting quarterback. I was Wait, only doing silly. starting quarterbacks. I'm, I'm, and I'm ranking
14: them. I ranked them according to their accomplishment. You that's know what I'm saying? That's silly. That's and, silly. That's and, and, like and, a, and, a, a
1: historical ranking. Who cares? I want to know no, who they are now, not
14: man. Not a, we can not, all do historical rankings. The reason why we rankings. can sit here and argue about it is because you guys are picking according to who would you draft. No, that's not what the the question was. Who is you your quarterback rankings for 2022? Yes, who is the best
1: quarterbacks in 2022, not who has the best careers. It's who's the best quarterback right now. Okay. Okay. All right. Here's what I'm going to say to you.
14: I'm going to tell you what I said to the other show. I will guarantee you that Matt Ryan has a better year than uh, Josh Allen. They're going to go further, and they're going to win their division. Okay. So I actually actually
1: think Matt Ryan's going to do a nice job in Indy. I like the situation spot for him. Wade, that's the, one of the dumbest things that's anyone well, said. I, I mean, think, you said I mean, Josh
14: like Allen yes. could have a but, fallback but that's
1: here.
14: Josh Allen don't have Brian Dable as his offense coordinator no more. So if you look at every quarterback that has ever lost Jared their offense coordinator. Eight. I just thought this is embarrassing.
1: That. You should be embarrassed oh, to put this out there. Just,
14: just mark my words and remember I said these things. I now, just want to know, are I you embarrassed
1: say, that you put this out there? Josh Allen, no, 13th? No. Listen, man, man this man, is an I'm, embarrassment. I'm this is the worst quarterback a, list I've ever seen, Wade. No offense. I am a
14: real, I am a real G. There's no embarrassment. <laughs> no, I, no, good. I, you are a real G. That because, I agree with. Because I don't need nobody to ride with me. I, I ride solo. I, <laughs> whenever you see me, I'm
7: I love solo. It. I you, love,
14: know, you love that, too.
1: Wade, I respect the hell out of that, buddy.
14: Yeah, and, and, and I just want to say this in, 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 in leaving here, is good. that when people, one thing I like about the Duke Jellyhurst right now, it's okay for players like Slay to criticize him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like Slay said, yeah, he know where he met. If you ever said that about Carson Wentz, it would be an uproar oh, in the locker room. Wade. I love the fact that players, his own teammates, can say something negative about him. And he's okay with that. Wade, Man, when uh, you see this season go and this guy
1: points push start on this Wade. year, you Wade, I'm, I'm really a with you, and, and great call, minus your horrendous list. I actually really agree with that point yeah. there, and I think we saw it last year. Remember with the whole, like, coach me harder, coach? Like, the thing with Sirianni, well, where, like, he was, like –
2: coach me harder, man. Like, I want that. Like, I think that is, is a respectable thing. And I, it always makes me think back to the original quote. I believe it was from Josie Anderson, the, the anonymous quote kind of like yeah, the, ripping yeah, yeah, Carson. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. The quote was like, he needs to it was check like it so, down more. Oh, it's like so See, innocuous. Like, the quote has been hyped up to this point where you would think he was like, you know, someone said Carson's the worst quarterback in the NFL and they'll never win with him. The quote was literally he should check it down a little more. And it was like viewed as like, stabbing Carson in the back to the nth degree. So I do agree with, with uh, OG Wade there in the way like Jalen is definitely better at taking criticism than Carson was. Jared Goff, the eighth best quarterback. Well, if you're going to just basically list off their pro ref football reference page, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's not much of a ranking. It's just regurgitating the information. I mean,
1: I, it's just silly. Like it's a silly thing to do regardless. We love Wade. Yes. Outside of that. Let's go to Bethlehem and talk to Scott. Hey, Scotty.
6: Hey, buddy. How are you guys doing today? Up, Scott. All right, three points. Number one, James, I listened to the morning to to your show yesterday. I've never heard the the joy and enthusiasm you had when you announced the firing of Joe Uh, (laughs) Gerard.
1: You were like so
6: beyond happy.
1: I was super pumped, man. I was waiting for that one, Scott.
6: Yeah, uh, that's the only reason I called today. Then everyone, everyone, actually, that's the reason I listened to you today. And then I called because you're a call factory. I oh, I got a call. I got a call. I call, call <laughs> I love it. Love it.
1: Well,
11: yeah, so, we we appreciate that, brother. Yeah. Point number two. All right,
6: Jalen Hurts. Like I heard you today, Ellie. You said I'm hoping for another 10 touchdown passing touchdowns from Jalen. He had that last year. He had 10,
1: 10 touchdowns called back on penalties, oh. drops. Well, I
2: don't think and, it was 10, but you're right. I, I it think was it like was six,
1: like six, five or six. Yeah. But still, it's a substantial amount. You're right, Scott. And uh, number
14: three, point number three is I, I I pray he goes the whole season, but if he doesn't... I believe in the Minshew taking over. Oh, wow, look at this.
2: <laughs> On a day well, we're talking about how good Jalen was, we get a Minshew Scott, call. great call. I believe, I yeah. believe. Calls. I like
1: this. Look, we've seen backups. Here's what I got for you, well, good Scott. good That's what I was about yeah. to say. Elliot actually charted Minshew yesterday, so tell him how he did. He was 6
2: of 7, mostly checked out. Oh, Winning. The, okay. the, I'm yeah. with
1: you, Scott. Guys, I'm have a great you. weekend. You too. Good you call. I like when people do the number one. Boom. Yes. Number Ready two. Ready to go. Boom. Appreciate it. Um, look, you know, joking around a little bit there, but in reality, I mean, Gardner Minshew is one of the best backup quarterbacks in the NFL. Like, yeah. Without a doubt, I do think that with this team the way it is set up, I'm happy this team decided to hang on to Minshew because it is something where I do think Jalen is better than Minshew. I think he should be the guy. I think there's way more upside there, but... It is the kind of thing where you know we've seen so many times, obviously the elite example of that, but we've seen so many times in the last 20 years just alone of Eagles football where having a backup quarterback can save a season, and Gardner's a damn good one. Well,
2: to your point, and this is not a shot at Jalen whatsoever, but if if Gardner was a starter from week one for this whole season, and Jalen was a starter week one for this whole season, they win more games with Jalen. The ceiling is higher with Jalen. They probably still make the playoffs. I think with their playoff team. I agree with yeah. you. The they way probably roster, still make the playoffs. The roster is really to. good. The schedule is there to be taken advantage of. Like, there's not many teams that say they have that can say they have two quarterbacks on the roster where they could make the playoffs. Yeah, with. No, And I, the Eagles have that.
1: I think it's a big deal. And uh, you know, another year for Mitchell to be here and all. I think it's a good thing. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to Glenside and talk to our buddy Matt. Hey Matt.
4: Hey guys, how's it going?
2: Good. How you doing, man?
4: Good. Edward, uh, I do have a question for you about OTA. Um, But before I get to that, um, if Jalen Hurts has the season that we're projecting after one practice, I think it's time that we all embrace dog mentality. Right, (laughs) Jalen? Oh, I don't see the correlation. Why 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 so? (laughs) Winning changes everything. I know you. I know James isn't a big fan. Elliot sure is bringing that dog mentality by keeping stats on it. Right. That's yeah. true. I can't. Well, argue I always with that, bring Matt. the dog mentality. Yeah. Yes. yes, that's so true. Yeah. So true. Yeah, I'm just saying, get excited now. You don't want to be getting on the bandwagon later when the dog mentality takes off as the Eagles yeah. are on their way into the playoffs.
1: So I'm all in on the never Eagles met this a bigger year. fan of the dog I'm of mentality. That's what i to say. I love yeah. the Eagles. <laughs> I, I like Nick. I like Jalen. I'm, I'm all in. I'm excited. Can't get in on this. I the also dog just mentality. don't like how they spell the dog. I hate that it's D A W G like, like it just feel, it feels forced to me. You know what I mean? It's like it a shirt like... you'd
2: buy on the boardwalk.
1: Yeah, it feels like force. Like we don't need to do this. Yeah. Like let's just, just go out it. and beat just
2: the dude in front now, of us. Guys. Just embrace it now. Uh-huh. <laughs> when they're when they're eight and one, Matt's gonna call back in screaming dog dog mentality, yeah. dog uh, culture." For yeah, sure. yeah. I like yeah. It. I'm the president of the uh,
7: fan
4: club
2: dog mentality, but Uh, As far
4: as the ATAs, I do have a question about uh, Deion King. I I looked him up. I mean, he seems like a a relatively big-bodied athletic guy. I mean, he played for Clemson. Uh, He's like 25, 26. He he got injured in his rookie year, so I don't know. And then he got cut like the next year. So I I don't know if he's had a real opportunity to shine in the NFL. And the one thing that Howie does seem to do well is – kind of pick up dudes and sign to the practice squad, and they, they get opportunities
2: here. Yeah, so I'm actually happy you brought up Dion Kane because of all, the, like, the non-main guys, he probably had the best practice yesterday uh, of, of all of them. So I said Jalen had two touchdowns. One of them was to Dion Kane. He had two catches. And one of the benefits of Quez, uh, Reger and Pascal not being there was he got a lot of first-team reps. And you're right. He's a big-body guy. He showed the down-the-field speed to get behind. I mean, he beat – Darius Slay, who had good coverage on it, but he beat Darius Slay to get down the field and catch that touchdown. So, he probably look. It's still an uphill battle to make the roster, but you know him or yeah. John Hightower at this point. I'll take my chances on Deion Kane over Hightower, who's had a lot of chances with the team.
4: Same. And I, I have one more question for Elliot about the um. Yeah, so please. I listened, please. I listened to AJ Brown's uh, interview after the OTAs, and he said he had to break up a pass. Yeah.
2: That play was about to pick. Now, was that just a bad throw? Like, what happened there? So, I disagree that he was about to pick it. It was a bad throw by Jalen. Um, it was tight coverage. It was along the left sideline, probably like 20, 25 yards down the field. I feel like maybe Jalen should have put a little more on it to kind of loft it, but I don't think it would have been an interception, but it was a good play by A.J. to, to knock it down.
4: Okay. All right. Well, I mean, hey, things are looking
2: up, so embrace that dog
1: mentality now, guys. Yeah, we there love it, it. Good call, minus the...
2: Over emphasis. Don- time. Time. Was that Nick Siriani? <laughs> it's fair to wonder. <laughs> is that Nick Nick from South Philly <laughs> actually? 215-592-9494. Yeah.
1: One, five, five, nine, one more segment to go for Go Birds Radio from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino. We'll get to as many calls as we can. Rob is coming up next to you Dem- James, we're coming right back.
2: Yeah, buddy. Moshe Kravitz, thank you. What this song is this? Uh, is this a theme song to that HBO show? Um, I hate you right True now. Detective? I hate you right Sounds now. like it. Do you know? you? So take a guess. Take a band. Just guess. No, I don't want to because you're going to make fun of me. It's the Rolling Stones. Okay.
1: It's Gimme Shelter. It's one of the most famous songs by anyone ever. I was going to guess Johnny Cash. By far. It's been yeah. in a million movies. It's what, anyway. You're yeah. going to guess Johnny Cash. That was your, my guess, yeah. All right. Well, it's the second dumbest thing that I'm mm, paying attention to right now. The first piece. Uh, Elliot,
9: if you don't want us to make fun of you for, for not knowing songs, don't tell us that you don't know the song
2: <laughs> well that's most i just oh, like like o.g wade well, I, I have appreciate to keep it 100. that keep yeah. it real and and we'll
1: be keep it real here we spent the entire break there arguing about o.g wade's which list. is a
2: great job by him
1: great exactly he did what he was supposed to do it is such a bad list so like, i haven't wade, seen james I'm this sorry. passionate I love about you, something buddy. And... but like here's what okay i get it if you want to base it on career he accomplishments so works up. Go ahead. well then why is Aaron Rodgers fourth like, you've got Wilson and Mahomes ahead of Rodgers. Rodgers has like three or okay. four MVPs. So, like, it's an asinine thing. But, like, but, you but can't it's... have it one way or the other. Russell Wilson has not had a better career than Aaron Rodgers. Sorry. They won the same amount of Super Bowls. Rodgers has many MVPs. Wilson has zero. Right. Zero MVPs. It ain't close. Like, this but, is silly.
2: But, but. Wilson has been to two Super Bowls, which Rodgers has been to two as well. Right? Rodgers been a one. Right? Ro- no, because he, oh, yeah, yeah, so so he lost to the Steelers. Oh, Rodgers been a two. Yeah, so Rodgers been a two too. Yeah. Okay, I would put Rodgers ahead of him. But the point I'm making is the list makes more sense. When you look at the no, fact that it's based off point, accomplishments. The
1: point is, it doesn't even make sense in that way. But like, you're disputing
2: two versus four in a 20 quarterback list. But that's list. a
1: massive thing. It's Aaron okay. Rodgers. Like, this is guy's won multiple MVPs. He is absolutely But it's not more, like he's behind no, Jared no, 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 Goff. No, no, I mean, no, Russell Wilson is also a pro. He has significantly more career accomplishment than Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes. He does. It's a flat-out fact. Yes. It is what it is. It's, I agree with you. It is arguable. And thus, if you're going to make this asinine list where Jared Goff is eighth, and Jimmy G is seventh, and Matt Ryan is sixth,
2: which is just silly. But it's not silly when you look at accomplishments. But then do it right on accomplishments, then have Aaron Rodgers second. This is so dumb. So if your whole issue with the entire list is that rogers should be two instead of four it's a 20 quarterback list no, it sounds there, like you agree many, with most there are many, of it. many issues well, me point, i
1: mean i just we talked about it i mean
2: i would like if you want to
1: talk just pure accomplishment like why is goff ahead of lamar or lamar won mvp because goff, goff went to one super bowl well, he went to one super bowl yeah, he went
2: 14 and two lamar's regular season best record is better than Goff's. goff okay, never went 14 well, and two? On. i think goff didn't the rams finish the top seed one year I mean, I mean he might I not have think 14 so, wins. but they were right. 14 But, but two. look, I would take Lamar Jackson over Goff, obviously. I would obviously.
1: take Lamar's career over Goff, is my point. Like, I think he's wrong about that. Lamar um, won an MVP. I, I agree. Lamar like, has, has reached the a Super higher six. He's not the only. Like, Burrow went to a Super Bowl. He's buying Goff. Like, and it's just because Goff's Go- a big But Goff longer. has
2: won how many playoff games? It's like five or six? No, not
1: that Well, he's many. been to the Super
2: Bowl, so at yeah, least three. They, had a, they won another one. They won, won no, not at least three, because I think they had a buy. So I think he
1: won two that year to get to the Super Bowl, and I think he won one another year. So he's at three total. But again, Look at how many Super Bowl wins.
2: I mean, playoff wins. He I has. think it's
1: three. But okay. regardless, he, that doesn't mean anything. Like J-
2: well, Joe Burrow won three playoff games this year. Okay, but he won three playoff okay.
1: games this year.
2: Yes, but again, I would take Burrow. But if you're just talking about accomplishments, Goff has accomplished more than Burrow in the NFL. It is such a
1: dumb list, Wade. I love you, buddy. Unbelievably dumb list. But to be fair, we just spent the last like 20 minutes talking about yeah, it. Like so five days. To, go- yeah. Good for you, pal. Horrible. List. I just don't think
2: it's as wrong as you. Do. Horrible list. Two,
1: it um, five, it
9: makes eight. more sense when you put it in that context. Yes. 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 But, but these are these are easily quantifiable things. You know, this
0: many right. MVPs, this many yards, like this why many is touchdowns. It's ahead
1: of Derek Carr. His, then, if we're exactly, talking about career well, I'll college tell you these, why. these aren't opinionated the things. These are once. facts. And, and the fact that, the only that thing a quarterback a does. Hold up, Moshe. The fact that. Derek Carr, like making the playoffs is not the only thing a quarterback does. That is not the only thing that goes on a quarterback resume. There's yards, there's touchdowns, there's all these other things. Like Derek what's Carr, the most Derek part? Carr has achieved more in his career than Jalen Hurts. Flat out.
2: Like he has. But, this but is what, silly. Well what's what's the most important part of being a quarterback? It's winning. Right? Derek Carr has won it, hold more hold games on, than Hurts. Hold on, Hurts, what are you Hurts, is, about? Hurts, Hurts has been a starter for one year and he made the playoffs. Carr has been a starter for how many years? This Five? Is, six? I, I can't believe you're arguing. And he's made the so playoff Do you think one that Jay
1: Hunter's has a better career so far than Derek Carr? I
2: don't, but I'm saying right. the so argument is. There we go. No, We're no, done. Hold, hold, hold on. We're done. But, but, we but, did that, it. That, but that's a disagreement. Like, the the no, logic. No,
1: it's the points. First of all, it's dumb to make a list that is just based off career accomplishments because then it's like not really any. Int- like, there's no opinion. Here. it's <laughs> it just seems
2: to have gotten
1: But, God, but he did a horrible job on it. If you're going to make a list on career accomplishment, do it right. Like, because that's pretty easy. You can pretty much kind of base out how the career accomplishments are. Two Five, five, nine, two, eight. And uh, Jared Goff has two
9: it. career playoff wins. There you go. He's two and three in the playoffs. Sucking. Two
2: playoff wins. Two wow, playoff wow, wins. So Joe
1: that. Burrow has more playoff wins than Jared Goff. Okay.
2: And I said I would take Burrow. How about that? But who, okay. But was, to your point, to go back to Hertz versus Carr, who's had a more successful career, Burrow or Goff? What do you, I mean, Burrow? I guess. Like he, I mean, I don't no. Know. But Goff for the start. How many he has, years? What? His how many more wins than Burrow? But to does. your
1: point, isn't it? But again, like that's.
2: So you can't do it both ways. You can't pick and choose when you want to, you know, reward longevity versus not. Well, Burrow
1: well you the could Super do winning percentage. Jay but, but, didn't
2: go to the Super Bowl, and also Jared Goff
1: did not factor into them going to the Super Bowl the way Joe Burrow did. The Bengals went to the Super Bowl because of Joe, of Joe Burrow. Burrow. I agree with that. The Rams did not go to the Super Bowl because of Jared Goff. I agree And then that. also had the worst offensive performance in the history of the Super Bowl on top wasn't of that good. with Jared Goff. Yes. So 215 592 if you want to time in on Wade's list. Please feel free. James would
2: love to talk about it. Certainly got
1: me going. Let's keep the caller factory going with one of our all-time greats who has, like the others, found his way to the rest of the yes. station and shines on all the other shows. You're welcome, WIP. Let's go to let's go to Texas and talk to our buddy, CJ. Siege!
12: Was well, good. And I'm going to continue because I heard him say, I thought he was talking about me when he was saying uh, about Herbert and where he was placed. Ooh, I'm going to go off what Wade was saying about where he got a rank just off of their achievement, which is dumb because achievement is going to be based on, as far as how it goes, the full team. Yep. So why do you got Josh Allen in front of Dak Prescott? Why do you got Josh, I mean, why do you got Josh Allen behind Prescott? It's a years? great point. Yeah, the what Josh Allen one is, is too
2: low. I agree with that.
1: I mean, you got Ryan Tannehill added Josh Allen. Well,
12: like Josh,
2: I mean, Ryan you know Tannehill saying? again. Like, got two. But, but what he's prioritizing is wins. he's prioritizing. He's just about playoff
1: wins, but yes. there are other parts of being a quarterback. Yards, touchdowns, milestones, all these things that matter, too.
12: They do, but John so Allen do. Has, has way better stats. He has yeah, way better everything Yes. It's such a stupid And Prescott. It's such a
2: stupid a,
1: list.
12: Yeah, Josh, just Josh, stupid saying, list. Oh,
2: Josh stupid Allen list. should be ahead of them. I agree. But I'm saying, ultimately, it comes out to what do you value. You guys keep bringing up passing yards and stuff, and those things certainly matter. But what he's prioritizing, and I don't hate on him for is yeah, playoff wins matter. Like, that, that I would so prioritize gonna, that. That's
12: the most important thing. Uh, besides, uh, if you're going to say there's is success, it's, either, it's only one or two categories you're doing. You're either saying individual success, MVP stats, and stuff like that, or you're talking about success as far as Super Bowl and then playoff wins, right? Those, those are what we're talking about when we're talking about criteria. So when we're looking at this list, it's like this list makes no sense. For one, who cares about an all-time list as far as what you did when you got somebody like Jimmy G, number seven, Matt Ryan, who had the biggest choke in, in Super Bowl history, yeah. number six. It's like this list and golf, number eight. They couldn't wait to get this dude out of LA. They gave away some They gave away first-round draft picks. To get rid of this guy. They have way like two I think. To get rid of this guy. Yep.
2: Well, and so, to get Stafford, but yeah.
12: And to get Stafford, but it was like, yeah. at the time, you had people saying, it's, couldn't Stafford do it? Can he do it? Because right. he, had 10, he had a whole decade of not winning. So it was like, uh, is, is he going to be Romo? That's what some people say. Is he going to be Romo? Is he just going to be a bunch of stats and choke at the end? So I'm not trying to hear nothing about Wade. I don't call him OG. I just call him Wade. I want to hear nothing about <laughs> Wade. You OG. Herbert, Respect the OG.
2: Respect the OG.
12: Yeah, hey, I am a grown man. He ain't my OG. All there you time go. I there have you go, OG. CJ, CJ,
2: strong
1: take, by by you, was my friend. That was a good statement by you. You got anything else on but the I, birds?
12: I do. I, I am one of those people that look and say, "Hey, when you take away Jalen's rushing yards, we drop down for like number fifteen in the league in rushing." Yeah. So no, I thought when that was a fair at, point.
1: I think I think yeah, to, so, you can't underrate Jalen's importance to the running game.
12: So that makes me question. Like, okay, hey, if they decide to try to take away or push. Defenses have more film on him. Like Eli, you love to see. He has more film on him than they did before, right? Yeah. So it's like, how can how are they going to play Jalen, and can we keep them honest by running the ball? And that's not even what I want to say. When I want to throw the ball, but at the same time, I want a complete team. I, I want to be able to have a run game that's going to be successful, and then make them come up and let's hit them in the mouth. As far as running the ball down the throat, and then throwing it over top when they're when they're trying to dare us to throw the ball. I just want to have a successful season. I just tired of looking at dumb lists. And, hey, thank you guys for what you do.
1: My Go, man. Birds. Oh, you're the best, CJ. Go, Well, birds. I
2: think another interesting dynamic to the running game is the the game where they had to run it against Tampa. Yeah, they, they were unable to. It's a really good So, point. look, I'm not concerned about the running game, all that stuff. I do think, like, the taking Jalen Hurts rushing yards out of it to take a look at their running game isn't completely fair. Because, like, then are you going to take the, all the quarterbacks running yards? Now, he has more than other quarterbacks. But, ultimately, I, I believe in the running game. The playoff game was – it was, uh, it was a red flag on a lot of levels for every aspect of the roster. And look, so,
1: I will keep saying that I do think that after the ankle poor injury. Poor performance, I should say. I think after the ankle injury, Jalen couldn't run the same way, like factually. Like he just didn't look as explosive, as dynamic, and he didn't look like he was trying to run as much, and I think that did matter. Let's go to Virginia and talk to John. John, hey.
7: Hey, guys. How you doing? What's up, John? I just wanted to hop into the quarterback conversation and a quick question for Elliot. So. I have it. So the uh, most valuable thing I think in football is, in one of these elite franchise quarterbacks, your Brady's, your Mahomes, next would be like a rookie quarterback on a rookie or a good quarterback on a rookie contract, like Jalen. Mm-hmm. But after that, you're paying franchise quarterback money, eating franchise quarterback caps cap space on some less than a franchise quarterback. So at the end of the year, um, does Jalen prove that he's an elite quarterback, or does he at least make a big enough jump? that it looks like he's going to develop into that in the next few years. And I kind of look at that as being how we decide on the extension.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a massive decision. And, you know, it, there's a lot of ways it could go about it. Do they just say, look, you're going to be the starter next year, but we'll give you a $5 million pay increase, but we're not giving you yeah. franchise quarterback money. So, and, you know, if he has a great year, how much does Jalen want? Uh, it, it's a do problem. Do they give him,
1: like, a, a, a two-year deal to yeah. buy out that, like, a franchise tag yep.
7: thing and not have to do – you know, there's
2: a lot it's of ways. It's a fascinating they it. situation they'll be in. Yeah.
7: Yeah. And the uh, the thing on practice, because I know you guys are up against it, um, like with Vic, McNabb, these guys that we've looked at over the years that have kind of a cannon arm, the quick, you know, fast release. Looked to me on the deep balls last year, like Jalen was taking kind of a big windup, and that may have been the reason why he was a little behind on some of the deep balls. Mm -hmm. So when he was pushing the ball down the field in practice, did it look like the motion was any more compact and faster, or did it look more like last year? So I'll be completely
2: honest. Like, I don't get to rewatch tape of these throws. It, it's, you know, it's tough sometimes. But I thought personally it looked faster. To me it looked faster. And ultimately it was more successful. Like, he was getting it out quicker, in my opinion, and also it was more accurate. Now it's easy to stick to your mechanics when you don't have a pass rush coming. And when you're working on your yeah. mechanics all offseason, <laughs> right? So yeah, we'll see if you can point. do with a pass rush.
1: John, great call, man. Keep, keep them coming, my friend. Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure. And thanks to everyone who called in today. We literally could not do the show without you. We appreciate you. If we didn't get to you, I'm so sorry. We'll get to you next week. I see the names. I'll get you guys up quick. I apologize. Thank you so much to Moshe Kravitz back in the studio. Outstanding job as always. Dave Breitmeyer on site. A phenomenal job. Those guys producing the show also could not do it without them. We couldn't do it without you, buddy. Oh, you're way too kind Could not. Literally couldn't you? do it. Yeah. You? Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll be back next week in some shape or form. Uh, and uh, of course, check out our pod during the week. He's Elliot M. James. Let me tell you one more time about the Bet Parks app. Bet Parks is an official betting partner of the PGA Tour and a proud sponsor of the Memorial all weekend with the PGA in Ohio. Go to the Bet Parks app and check out our special boosts and wagers for the Memorial Tournament. You can download. All the new Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, and make your first bet risk-free up to seven hundred and fifty dollars plus. You can bet more than the score. You can bet on individual player performances for hits, home runs, strikeouts and baseball. You can bet on. Uh, bet Parks is also the only sportsbook and casino app that we here at Go Birds recommend. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app where odds, bets, slots, and games all come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket sportsbook and casino all in one amazing app they have live in-game betting which is a wild ride it lets you bet while you watch the game great betting opportunities there and of course more than anything we're watching these games anyway we love sports it's just more fun to have some action on these games and bet parks is the absolute way to do it download the app now in the app store Google Play Store or at pa.betparks.com and use our promo code GOBIRDS, that's G-O-B-I-R-D-S, to get your risk-free bet.